Welcome to the Lesbo and the Bean universe. Lesbo and the Bean. L-A-T-B. Lat-B. Where mixed martial arts and the UFC get silly. Big silly. Buckle up and move your tray tables to their upright position. And please, somebody shut that baby up. It's time for Lesbo and the Bean. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 124. Calgary in the books, 13 fights went down. It was a fun one. If you're listening to Latvia, you're making some green. How did your missed event go for the first time in a long time? Lesbo had to not partake. And she had to go and crash. I watched the fights up until (laughs) the end of... I didn't see after uh, Nina Marcos... I did not see that Nina won the fight, but I knew she did when I left the hotel room. She to, was winning. I knew she was had that. Yep. I knew she had it um, when I left the hotel room to go to the event. And then I kind of went and looked on my tapology as the concert went on. I went to Dave Matthews, took the wife, and went with my brother and his girl to see Dave Matthews last night. And so I missed... A great fight card. A lot of... It was a fun one. Quick finishes. Um, And a lot of things I wish I didn't look up. I wish I would have had a media blackout because they were so exciting that it would have been worth it. To all chess catch up later sequentially uh, instead of breaking it apart. But from the bottom of the top, we did have... Yeah, I drove home. And then when I got home at like 2 in the morning or whatever, I watched the fights. And nice. I could watch and you didn't quick. have to wait six hours. You were able <laughs> yeah, to watch, watch it all quick, in an quick, hour. Quick, quick, quick. How nice was that? It did get a little grueling due to the Fox airing and the quick finishes we had throughout the night. There was definitely 25 minutes that I had to fill all of a sudden because I knew it was going to be that 30-minute increments. One of those early finishes started off with Devin Powell. Most people had it going that way against Herrera. Both of these guys being so low caliber. I like Devin Powell, but I don't think he when he beats too many other people in there. He tends to be a punching bag against most other opponents. It's just Herrera. Mm. Was other not thing, there. real quick. Yes. I had a night. I, for me, I feel like it's a. I didn't have a great night. Still did comfortably over fifty percent. You, however, had a great night. I had a good night on um, the bets. I picked a lot of weird fights. This is one of the ones I obviously got wrong. There was a few upsets. I didn't that have it anywhere, but I only played three cards on DraftKings. And did you cash on those three cards? I did awful. Oh, I ended up definitely cashing a it good amount. It was really not great night for me. <laughs> yeah, I bet. If you followed the bean last week, it was a good DraftKings night for you. The more important thing is to follow Lesbo and the Bean so that you could follow whoever you want on any given night. Mix it and match it. A lot of our picks seems to do well for me because I will listen to our show afterwards and be like, Lesbo had some good points there. And it did pay off for me overall I saw on my some of your nights. switches over the night where I, after I looked at the whole night, and compared them, I was like, oh, he made the right switch. Well, the ones you switched were right. Yep. And yep, I yep, will yep. even say I didn't go back at my card and anything I questioned that I would have switched, there's another one that I would have switched to and got wrong. So I feel like I even It canceled out. Wrong. Canceled yeah. out. So Powell, going to be really close. He shouldn't be a favorite in too many other fights of his. He finished the guy who doesn't deserve to be in the UFC right now. It was too quick to really get a good gauge of Powell as well, but uh, 
He can go to decision with a lot of guys. Where do you go with either one of these fighters? Mm. Powell, I don't know. I it, Maybe this spot again on the next card. Maybe the second fight up. Actually not a bad call at all. For the second fight of the night, we had Nina Ansernoff versus Ronda Marcos. Winning a decision, Taekwondo style, keeping it on the outside. Those takedowns didn't come about for Ronda. And again, that was the game plan. If Ronda was able to get the takedown or get her to the ground, she would have won this fight. It just didn't happen. And what is there left to be said? I don't think either one looked absolutely amazing in there. And these are the top. Are these the top in the 115 division? Are they in the top 10? I was thinking they almost set it up that it, and I think it's another weird thing that if you're looking at the top of a lot of these divisions, it's a lot out of friggin' Alpha or out of uh, American Top Team. And um, so now all these women are going to run into each other again. I think we might see Nina versus Tisha in a future. I think it sets it up for that kind of. Oh, I could totally see that. But uh, Asnarov is now with. Uh... Amanda, they're where are they? They're American Top else. Team. Are, is it? Did they stay at American Top Team? They I didn't think leave? they're still at American Top Team. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I'm getting it confused with all of the other couple dumps in that weight class. And everybody and they're all has 15. fought at American Top Team and yes. left. So you're like, are they the ones when, that have left? Are they? Yeah, when, no, 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 no. It's the other two. But is it also? They're all like 125, 135, and 115. Like they all one partner is in one they, of those. Well, yeah, you don't want to be in the same weight class. I would agree with that. So That's gay. <laughs> that is nothing else about it. Nothing else about it. <laughs> so, big underdog came through on the third fight of the night. We had Dustin Ortiz finishing Matthew Nicolau in the first round, three minutes fifty seconds or three forty-nine. It was a head kick that had landed throughout the three minutes for Dustin Ortiz, and uh, Nicolau actually partially blocked the kick, but. It hurt him enough to sit him on his butt, and then Ortiz landed the ground and pound that did put Nicolau out. I mean, he was asleep, and that was a top prospect that just got hushed. Dustin yeah, Ortiz. Yeah, I think you were pretty dead, right? I, or I, you, I don't know if you said finish or not. I didn't call the finish. I called the decision, but I thought it was going to be. But you said experience all day. Yep. You were like, how is this going to even happen? I don't even see it in... Yeah, that, this is definitely one of the so ones that plus have kudos, Ooh, like flag, red flag in this one. It's this was a big one. This on my tap. Yeah, that's what I imagine too. So cheap Ooh, to put. It was seven thousand. I put him on everything, or not everything, but a lot, and he was in my winning lineups most of the night. Where do you go with Nicolau in here? A lot of people think he's done. I don't think so. I think he can beat a lot of other guys in there. It's Ortiz again, makes people look worse than they really, really are. Yeah. So there could be money to be made later on Nicolau. The weird part about this for Nicolau going forward is he didn't he doesn't get the time in the octagon with Ortiz to gain the experience and he doesn't get the thing with Ortiz that you want to practice against, which is this grind. The grind. He gets this weird head kick finish. Dustin Ortiz now finished Hector Sandoval in thirteen seconds and um Nicolau, two hype prospects. And he has it. I mean, Dustin Ortiz was a decisionator. He's only gotten like three finishes ever, two being the last two in the last three fights. So uh, something's turning around for Dustin Ortiz. He's putting it all together and is now 32, 31 years old. Range. Fun to see where he goes. Definitely. Well, he's right in that sweet spot of his career for his division. The lighter guys seem to have a. They lose some of their speed, but they usually get. Gain an experience their fighting style and how to stay in it instead of doing all the things that you know getting 
Totally. Being sloppy. Being sloppy. So on to a slot fest. We had Caitlin Chugadian versus Alexis Davis. This one was definitely one that I forgot to put back on TV and I didn't miss a thing when I ended up replaying it. It went pretty much as <laughs> I feel like, like oh we shit, it. it went to Fox. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh Chukagian staying on the outside, takedowns not coming up for Davis. Davis just looking a bit slower. It's her first fight back since being a mother, and she's definitely uh slowed down all the way around as we kind of foresaw here and Chukagian is going to be really matchup dependent as well because again she likes to key off stay away and just out volume you without landing a lot of strikes point fight point fight without landing points though because she again is hitting that person that's an inch in front of you she doesn't put so it on the chin point <laughs> fight. fight so uh Chukagian yeah she's getting a lot of hate I'm noticing yeah. that out there um, it's Holly Holm-esque with less accuracy than Holly Holm without being really dynamic exactly so hard to watch it's it's a tough one to watch in there with either of them i'm gonna be tentative on both of them i like you can take down the fence in there but it was against davis again then we had modeski win a decision over ross pearson modeski really used his taekwondo really well used a good jab picked apart ross pearson i'm fading both of these guys it was gun to the head who am i gonna pick i had pearson it didn't come through i believe you had Modeski on this decision, yes. the favorite. Yes. And uh, I don't like either one going forward. I think that's a, a common against most other people. I'm trying to fade Modeski. I've tried a, his whole career to fade him, and it worked worked out. Not you know, much yeah, anymore. he was way too expensive to put him anywhere, and you couldn't trust his chin. But I didn't think he looked awful in there. <sighs> Maybe a fight against a grinder next time instead of a. Um, somebody that's going to stand and throw as much. I could see that. I could totally see that. Or maybe just give him a big break. Eh, maybe it is time for Ross to take it to the Bellator. He is a fun He'd character. He'd make more money and have easier fights at this point. I don't see a He title just still has a big name convention. in the UFC. I don't see a People use him as a stepping stone. But I do think you can still put him on cards where he's at to make people excited that, hey, Ross Pearson's on the card. Definitely. That's, I mean, I, he I would name. still be excited if I saw Ross Pearson on the card. He was one of the first people, like Michael Bisping, to come over from Europe. That's how old and of can, a generation he is. I feel that is. from him. Yep. I feel that UK vibe or whatever. Old kind of that Spanish because all the new kids, all the new kids out of the block are definitely not looking like Ross Pearson, or they're looking only like the good parts plus way, way more. Where is he from? I feel rude saying uh, UK. London. London. Okay, he is UK. So, but he has that vibe for sure, where he just has this like you're old school. Even if you pictured him in um, what is that Kings of New York? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good DiCaprio. one. DiCaprio, and you can picture him down there like fighting with an accent. And Gangs old, of New York. Gangs of New York. <laughs> Kings of New York. What's that? What's that? Kings of New York. I don't know. I'm breakdancing crew. I don't know. It seems like a bomb movie, Kings of New York. It does seem like it would be breakdancing or... Or gang-related. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Then we had Ian Kutalaba versus Antigulov. This was a big underdog throughout the night for everyone. We both had Antigulov on this, thinking that his experience in grinding tactic was actually going to wear oh, out this Kutalaba. this is one, though. I felt like you picked Kutalaba on air, and then th you switched. Yes. When and this is one that, listening back, I was like, oh. We were 100% right on this fight, though. Antigulov went for the takedown, single, double leg, 
from the first second of the round, first round, all the way until the last minute. You could see Antigulov starting to slow down a bit, and so was uh, Kabilov. No, Kutalaba. Kutalaba, though, kept getting up. Retake down after that, but Antigulov slowed down way more than I liked. The finishes came when uh, Kutalaba, as we said, this guy's going to gasp, but if he, he has the power to be able to knock out a lot of guys in there, and it showed what I really took away from it is that we were 100%, 100% spot on with Kutalaba. He's getting better at getting back to his feet, which is going to be good for anything. But at that end of the first round, Kutalaba couldn't even stand up. He was on the cage, gassed, all that he could be. So another fighter, not Antigulov, with a gas tank that can grind him. Think of a No Time Anderson in there, or Corey Anderson in there. Did he call out Daniel Cormier afterward? He'd get eaten a fucking live by Daniel Cormier. With that grind, he couldn't... Kutalaba barely had anything left at the end of the first. Can everyone... (laughs) Unless your name's fucking Brock Lesnar... Or motherfucking John Bones Jones. Stop wasting mic time with calling out Daniel Cormier. That's a great call. <laughs> That's a Piece great of call. fucking advice. Like, it's so worthless. Daniel Cormier has become the Michael Bisping of <laughs> the... You know how Michael Bisping, he was untouchable at the last... You could tell that last year of his career where crazy people were calling him out. And even the last, like, two months of his career... Mm-hmm. Um, we saw somebody just fight. Brad Tavares went backstage. Yep. Michael Bisping, let's fight. Yep. Like, come on, Brad Tavares. I love you, dude. And shout out to Michael Bisping. Looking handsome as a motherfucker with his eye fixed. Good for him. Have you seen it? I have not paid enough attention to see that it, whether it looked that You should right look it up. He looks yeah. handsome. AF. So he has much his better. eye fixed. He is ready for movie roles. Villain, villain, Good villain. Good for him. He is the perfect villain. For he sure. Is perfect. Michael Bisping. Bisping, I love you. So Antigulov, uh, also with that lacking gas tank, that grind and submission attack, though, can beat very matchup-specific guys. Heavy hitters that can stop some of that. Good wrestlers, American wrestlers. Antigulov, I'm going to stay away from. So, so what, divi- what weight class are they? I'm sorry. 205. 205. They are going to... They're both young guys. I think they were both the right matchup for each other to... Go in and train those things and come back better fighters. Younger guys, Antigulov, I believe, says he's like 31, 32, but it, I've seen oh, many I sources. He was younger than no, that. Oh, I've my seen God, he looks like a big old baby. The, I mean, no Albini, but. <laughs> from other sources that I gathered from, a lot of people are like, he has one of those Russian birth certificates, one of those Yo Romero birth <laughs> he's certificates. He's like 16. He, no, he's probably like. <laughs> 43. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, I'm 32. Let me keep fighting in here because most commissions so won't let you keep fighting. I, well, I'll just, should we run through the card or can I just... Go for it. Khabib? We can we talk about Khabib? Well, we were about, I was about to get to Khabib <laughs> because his cousin <laughs> was in there. His next Makachev. one. Okay. Makachev against Cajun or Cajon. He doesn't like Raging Cajun. It's Raging Cajon. Jackson. Johnson, I mean... Ended up trying to stay away, getting on his bike, like we were saying here, but Makhachev cut off the cage, took him down, wrapped up his legs just like Khabib would, and then in his post-fight discussion said, give me a Tony Ferguson because I must defend my cousin. My cousin. I mean brother. Khabib Nurmagomedov. He said, I, I want somebody in the top team. I 
this weekend, over the weekend, for the first time ever, after I watched Khabib in his press conference, uh-huh. I'm a huge fan of Khabib. Wow. Yeah, huge Wow. Fan. I don't know. I Making still, a U-turn. Yeah, I still am a huge... I love Khabib, Tony, Connor, like the top of that whole division... The, I agree. Yeah, I like that. I agree. Yeah, I've like, said it from the get-go. I love them all. I love, love <laughs> all them of them. them. All of them. All, but, but I really love, I love Khabib for, it's too much. Tony Tony Ferguson has done nothing to have to take such a big step back, except get an injury, in my opinion. Correct. I don't think that's the right move. It doesn't do anything. But fighting Tony Ferguson Fighting Khabib on the first fight back, I don't know is necessarily the smartest thing now. Yeah, I would agree. There does need to be a little warm up in there to see what happens. You know who could be the best warm up? His cousin. (laughs) 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 Maybe it is a good fight for Tony to do for a warm up. I think that's too scary to fight. They learn too much about Tony. I think the whole game game plan twice anyway. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. But I think Tony's earned his spot where he's at, and anyone outside of that belt contender is just it shouldn't happen but um don't you think though i mean let's be serious we just saw him beat cajun johnson and he called out tony ferguson if i'm floyd mayweather that's hashtag easy money somebody who just beat cajun johnson thinks they could beat me if i would agree with to pay me for that i'll take that fight It's really iffy. Lando Venata took a short fight notice and almost got Tony out of there. I would hope Tony learned something from that. I still that. think he can put a three-month on it. Yeah. We'll see. There's many, it's many weird. fights in that division right now. With Habib, though, something I was going to say that you've been spot on this whole time with Habib, that Alpaca, if you're not following Alpaca on YouTube, you should because he has good social breakdowns. And he just came out with a really interesting Habib versus Connor. And the whole World Cup incident where, not incident, where Habib was in the crowd across the stadium while Connor was sitting inside with number one Russian oligarch, or whatever you want to call him, President Putin, and how Lesbo has constantly told the bean that Habib fake isn't followers. that famous. Hashtag fake followers. Isn't that famous. And... Alpacathosaurus is throwing it out. He's like, look at Habib walking around the streets, not even asked for an autograph. And Connor's walking in with security because he's a global superstar. There Connor is a difference. Connor has, like, a massive amount of security. And he is, like, if you watch... If if you know, I know... I know little about culture in certain places, but if you and I met the Queen of England, there is a certain code that we would have to honor to meet her in the room. Mm-hmm. If... I probably were to meet certain members of the military, there would probably be ways that people, if I were a family member of like, if my dad were a certain higher up in the military, that I would probably be expected to treat higher up other military members. Like there's like a royalty code of things. I think Putin, if you see Connor with Putin, he puts his hand on him in a way that is comfort it's that B-D-E. It's that big dick energy. So did you watch the Alpaca Thesaurus breakdown on that? 
Because no, he specifically he specifically talked about hand placement multiple times and how even security shut down Connor and you can see security was like uh and Putin was like it's not good. He's Putin like we got it. it. Yeah, Putin, Putin was like loved Putin it. re-grabbed it like and we got it. Think homie. about we this too. Homie. We talk about this on the show how big soccer is to a lot of UFC fans yes. and things like that. Global sport. There is soccer going on. The biggest event. And look at Putin with Connor. He is like, he could be with soccer stars. He could be with Rinaldi. I know soccer names that seem like such a big deal that I see all the famous people I care about want to take pictures with them. So, but Putin wanted to take a picture with Connor. I didn't see him spend that kind of time with anybody else. Agreed. Connor spent Agreed. Trump time with Putin. No! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> so, if we ever talk about the 155 pound division, it seems to be Tony Ferguson and Conor McGregor are always just ready to be talked about whenever you're around it. Pretty fun. Then we ended up going to Hakeem. But I would like someone. Um, I just think it's, I think you can do what? it. What? Lizard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the CIA plant, or it's the Putin plant. <laughs> we have been talking about Russia too much. Yeah, Russia. Too much. It's With a Rachel Maddow, Mike. Or is it Connor's team listening in? I What's know. Up? You got that real money. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say after that. Maybe I should just we'll Just move talking. on. Just move on. <laughs> um, yeah. Then that we was had. Just the Hakeem Duwadu decided favor coming in and winning a unanimous decision versus Arnett. Arn, this was a four to one favorite. Hakeem should have gotten him out of there and really sat back and just picked Arnett apart. Arnett, time to get on out of here. Three in a row you've lost. It's just they don't keep you guys around, especially at the 145, 150 division where I there didn't is. Watch, so I didn't this after I got home from the concert and I rewatched the fights. This is one I did not. Uh, at 9,400, I believe for Duwadu, uh, he did not impress at all on DraftKings. Like 67 points when he could have finished it at times in there, especially with those leg kicks. And again, he's a little tentative coming off of that loss. It's good game planning in there. We already talked about it. I am nervous about Nina going forward. Yeah, we did say that a little did bit. We skip like, over yeah, that fight no, no, no. We talked about it. Huh? We talked about it and just said, hey, she's still, she can. There's other people. She didn't fight somebody that was the best in there. By oh, any we means. said her Tisha's probably her next. Fight. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Um, and then Duwadu at the 145 pound division right now. Dike, no, Dikeski's at 145. Dikeski, he just lost as well again. I think he's at one who. Uh, no, Stevens is too uh, high up. Um, yeah, I don't know what he does for me. He's still he has some climbing to he do. He has a lot of fights under him yeah, before he, has he some looks like some to champ. Do, I think before we really have to match make for him. Totally good call, good call. Then we ended up going to Jordan Mean at 170 pounds versus Alex Morono. Mean, mine, mean. The Canadian ended up taking it to the Texas native three. 30 to 27. This was veteranship at its best. Jordan Mean just showing where he was the better mixed martial artist all the way around. Ended up getting a number of takedowns, placing him over 100 points on DraftKings. If Mean fights with this type of fight IQ in other fights, he'll beat a lot of other people. If he uses that takedown, those takedowns, like he usually doesn't and waits to get a body shot to crumple him, um, Mean is definitely, all of a sudden, a top contender in there because Morono is no slouch on the ground. He showed it multiple times, and Mean shut him down. 
decisively multiple times on the ground and standing. I like Jordan Mean from this point on. That chin, though, still a little tentative I on that long-time chin. I didn't watch the either. Yeah, you didn't miss too, too much. But it I was a decision. But I did have the other guy pick, but I didn't really put him anywhere because I didn't I actually had Morono on more than I should have due to his price tag, and I should have just... Uh, he... I could have had a washout night and just come in with all sorts of Scrooge McDuck money, but uh, this was the fight that set me back into that mid-high placement oh. level. It was that Morono fight. Then we ended up going to the main card, a four-bout four main card with Alex Hernandez versus Aban Mercier, the uh, Canadian gangster, ended up getting defeated in a three-round decision. 100% loved it. I thought, though, that the power of Hernandez was going to play a bit more of a factor in there, and he did hurt Aban Mercier oh, as yeah, much as... I thought he was going to finish him. I thought he was going to finish him, so... I was a bit more off. I thought uh, Mercier, again, was going to back off after he felt that power, and it didn't happen. But uh, the gas tank for Hernandez, I did say, I've seen Hernandez go three rounds in other fights at a high pace, and I know it's not UFC caliber, but people, if you think he's going to gas, I don't see it as much as other guys. Hernandez looked good everywhere. I think I just had a Mercier decision, but I did have him on a few cards. And Hernandez, all of a sudden, is... Uh, immediate injection into the one into the top 15 he's asking for a top 10 after this i mean he's beat dariush who was like a nine now mercy who's like a 13 so i think he's in that like 11 what are they 155 155 pounds for those young second who did we just talk about somebody else needs a fight that just he needs to fight the russian yeah that's perfect oh that is a really good fight against each other same heel time because they just got off fights at the same time perfect that is a good good fight i like that her name is making noise fight that it should be 10 and 11 should be fighting it shouldn't be 12 fighting number four for the title Let's be real, everyone. Totally. I mean, we'll talk about Khabib later, but let's, <laughs> let's be real. So, uh, with Hernandez, really loved his fight IQ. We saw him go the distance against a very dangerous TriStar opponent, up-and-comer. So, I really like Hernandez from this point on. I think he I put, think so gave too. The, put, put game plans together against the top 10 guys and implement them because that's what he had to do to win this fight, and he did it with flying colors. I think so, too. Where Mercier wins a lot of other fights. He's still a top 15 guy. I don't think Mercier, like Dariush, falls out of that top 15. Yeah, he's kind of at the stunting place for me, though, because Mercier has been at a lot heavier weight classes, and he can't go much lower. No. So if he doesn't have the power at 155, where does he go from here? Is it a TriStar change? We had Ronda Marcos coming up short from TriStar. We had... Maybe he does need to change camps. Maybe he needs to go to a more um, striking-centric camp and work on his boxing. Maybe he needs to go to, like, Eddie Alvarez's. and. But you know what I don't like about Eddie Alvarez's camp? What is that? And I'll talk about it because I didn't change my card ahead of time, and I think I text you and said, is that a fucking black eye? Does Eddie have a fucking black eye? And I think they spar too hard. I think there's something something's going on at their camp where maybe they're sparring too hard, and it's making them... That's always a speculation in those camps, and it's whether you believe it or not. I mean, it's tough. Some people think you have to get hit in order to know what it feels like to come back, and other people say, no, you're taking away from that potential. We don't really, we don't know. We don't, after, you would think that we would know after all this time, but there's fighters in boxing that 
used to get hit more than anybody and are clear as a whistle at 65. And then you've seen other guys that didn't really have a one hard match and can barely talk. Everybody wears it differently. Everybody. Well, even if you might weird. get knocked out, let's say three weeks ago and you have a yeah. beaner, you broke your nose, you got to stay away from the cameras and hide. Did you say beaner? Um, <laughs> you're all busted up and shit you let it heal you have this little tiny bit that eddie had during the, where both his eyes kind of look blackened but yep. one of them definitely more and everyone's like well why would you do that and take the chance of a loss i don't know how much eddie's making to win and show right now but i'm sure it's well worth it and he risked fighting on the end of his contract we can talk about it when we get there totally but. totally totally so, then we had a potential co-main event of the night. Joanna Jojacek, champion herself, These coming in against... These next three fights could all be main, main events. events. Easy, easy, easy. Against uh, Tisha Torres, this ended up going to a decision. Most people saw it as a decision, and it was just seeing a better striker go in there. I like what I saw from Tisha Torres, but she fought up to Joanna's potential potential instead of fighting to her own which Tisha Torres tends to do she gets in these split decision fights because she always just fights at the level of her opponents and never does her own thing and she was moved forward at times in there but it's JJ champion baby what you gonna do I love what Joanna's doing with I am the real queen of the strawweight division with or without the I belt love, I with love it it's belt. like her she gets the wrestling aspect of it and I dig that entertainment thing I feel like I said it about Tisha on the last broadcast and I feel the exact same way watching this whole fight she is your champion of your 105 she is in a wrong weight class. Her height is not conducive anymore. I have watched, I'm watching her lose fights, not from technique, not because she can't do all this stuff. She's too small for the weight class. I actually I thought she looked body, more muscular than ever. I know, but I, I feel like she, I don't know if that's great. I yeah, think right. I've seen her. Diminishing returns. Past, Same as Joanna, because yes. she said it herself this fight. She said she was too muscular for those other ones where she took her nutrition yeah, back into her, this game. Like she's tiny. She's back to that broomstick weight. Yeah. But Wicked Wick of the Wick, Wicked Witch of the West knows her body type. She knows that yeah. she works better. And, but that's that where I feel like Tisha, if you look at her, she could have a smaller fight. She has put on a lot more muscle to fill in uh -huh. that weight. But I don't think the height is I'm watching her in fights after fights, and especially when Joanna's at the top, Andrade is at the top. I don't know if it's possible for her to lose 10 pounds because she has a short little frame. Yep. I don't even know if it's possible at this point. It would have to be a long haul, like over the next year, but the UFC is going to build a weight class around her. I think she is a star to build a weight class around. I, I love, love it. everything the Tiny Tornado's given us. It just makes me it irritate. She's not going to beat Rose, she's not going to beat Joanna, and she's not going to beat Andrade. And it's not because she doesn't have the fucking talent to do so. Agreed. It's just because she doesn't have the height. It's, it makes me irritated. It's <laughs> it whole, well, is it also a bit of um, John Jones, DC? If John Jones is there, DC ain't champion. But he ain't. But this is the thing. If D John Jones is yacked out of his mind on some performance-enhancing drug and DC isn't, then that's equally not as fair as... You yeah, know, we don't point. know. We still don't know if John Jones has only tested clean one fight of the last five, and it's against OSP. We just don't know. We don't know how. Yeah, great I think John that Jones was like is. in Europe. We don't know how great John Jones <laughs> is. So then 
I still question that if he's the goat or not. And I know this is the other thing I have to say about DC, and we'll talk about this shit coming on later. Yes. Fight. DC is one of the dirtiest fighters oh, in the yeah. game. But everybody is the more and more we look at it. Yeah. And I uh, quickly on the other fights that we didn't talk about, I want to say the refing Mark motherfucking Goddard made me almost throw something at my TV multiple times. Multiple. He's the worst ref in the UFC. I've been calling right now, that out. It is so bad. Who did he stand up earlier Eddie. in the night? No, well, we're going to get there. But no, there was one earlier where it got stood up. Um, maybe it was two or three times. Oh, it was Hernandez versus Aubon Mercier. Hernandez took down Aubon Mercier two or three times and ended up um, calling him without giving him a warning. Even DC and Anik were like, oh, he didn't even get a warning. He just stood him up. He was trying to give Aubon every shot of getting back up off of his back and that was just one off there yeah, that was it was it was such a team. such a bad one the co-main event we had jeremy stevens coming against jose although i ended up wrong on this one i had stevens kind of heavy as well he was as bad as my morono pick where aldo is still a top level contender a little early this Goddard was in it as well was he not <laughs> i think he might have been i but think, I think he might have been and early even um Jeremy Stevens, as soon as, because he was grabbing the wrist. Oh, wait, wrist. let's talk about Tisha and Joanna. Let's finish okay. that fight up. Well, What's Joanna do from here? Do you think she gets the Rose fight again? No, no, she's got to beat a couple other so people. So Rose beats Andrade. Rose should fight Andrade next. Yes. And Joanna fights. Suarez. Titiana Suarez. That's a real dangerous fight that, for both ladies. For both ladies, and that's the number one. She beats Suarez, Barnes beats her. That's the number one after Andrash. I like that fight. I don't know if it's too big of a step up, but I like that fight. I like. It that. makes you think. I like that fight. So that's where we go with either one. Tisha, keep grinding. She's going to be in here for a long, long time. Yeah. She can beat a lot of other ladies. Then we had, again, okay. potential early stoppage with Jose Aldo landing a delicious body shot, crumpling Jeremy Stevens to that liver. And then uh, coming up, Jeremy Stevens immediately falling over, ground and pound. Jeremy Stevens rolled over with the wrist tucked and was getting hit but blocking with his hand, and he got it called as yeah, soon as... Yeah, this side totally covered. And he had Jose Aldo's wrist tucked. It's a fat man roll. Yeah. Kevin Gastelum does it all the time. Yeah. It's a level of control. Yeah. yeah. You can use it to sweep eventually, but he was, he was just, just stopping recovering. to get hit. Exactly. He was recovering, and it, it probably... if. He could have taken 10 seconds to 12 seconds of punches yep. and grabbed the other arm for 10 seconds and rolled another way for another 10 seconds. He would have recovered, and we would have gotten to see a fight of all time. Yep. But I feel like Mark Goddard, it, it I was think it was Mark one. Goddard, wasn't it? Was, it? I think it was. I don't know. Mark. I could just blame everything, everything on, on the night. Forward. Yes. <laughs> it uh, might not have been at all. It might not have been at all. Talking about a fight of the night, though, it was a contender for fight of the night in that in those first few minutes of this fight. It only ended up going a full, how many seconds here? It only ended up going um, four minutes. Jeremy Stevens was getting respect from Otto in the exchanges. They were both he hurt. Yeah, you know. they were both getting hurt. Jeremy but Stevens had a nasty cut under his eye. I felt was so proven in it in the fight was. That Jose Aldo can't take a fucking dead-on punch from a 155-er, but he can all day from a true 145-er like Jeremy Stevens. He took some brutal headshots, some brutal hooks, some brutal uppercuts, 
all day just walked right through yep. these shots that I I thought he was going to be out. I thought Jeremy was getting the better of him in the early two minutes of the exchanges. He was throwing leg kick for leg kick. I thought he was landing some crazy headshots. Some like it was insane. It I was, was impressed insane. with Jeremy Stevens. It and Jose Aldo just walked forward. He didn't even give a shit. He was like a Terminator. And I haven't gotten to see that Jose Aldo yet. Since pretty much since I've been watching the UFC, Jose Aldo's been losing. I saw him on the tail end of the Asada run. Aldo so this is was still like, a top top, and we had hesitation on him talking about his camp leaving, Anovuniao, all those issues, and. None of that really showed up too late, but it was such an er- so early in the first round. This didn't go to three or five rounds that uh, I don't know if there's too many other people though that I would really pick against Jose Aldo. Jeremy Stevens is one of those top guys. Cubs fans, think about that. You got Aldo all day. And I still think Jeremy Stevens is so dangerous, and that is a weird shot that he took. It was hard. It was the one of the hardest body shots Beautiful, I've ever heard. Beautiful, gorgeous body shot. Like absolutely. I just brutal. felt like. His liver went, whoosh, yeah, like it just fragmented. Yeah, I bet you. Like I wonder here, let me conspiracy if you could detoxify your liver <laughs> by fucking punching it. Kick. Yeah, I think it's that whole MMA commercial where they're punching the motherfucking uh, rug. They're getting the dust off of it. They just knock some of the dust off of your liver there. <laughs> it bummed me out a little bit. I had Aldo on that fight, and I actually saw it to go to decision. I thought Jeremy wouldn't get knocked out. I think I had yeah. it to go to decision. I had to sit. No, I had to finish Jeremy Stevens round number one. I was so wrong on this one. Um, This was, I, and this was like 114 points or something. This yeah. was a good pick on my DraftKings cards. Um, The one that cost most of my night was the next fight. But Jose Aldo, I actually, this is crazy. I don't know. Max Holloway is apparently cleared to fight. Dana says he wants to take a minute before he books another Max Holloway fight. Smart. Um, let Max heal a little extra time. I still say, I don't think we see Max fight at 145 again. He's going to have to relinquish this title. I still think you could see Jose Aldo wear that belt again. And I didn't like how he got it the first, the second time around. Uh-huh. Like after that weird Connor thing and all that. Uh, I still think he could have a shot in the division if Max Holloway is not in it. And he said he would fight who next? Ortega. And I think that's a I love fun, it. fun, that's fun, a fun fight. fight. That's a scary fight for Ortega, for it sure. It is so intriguing to me. I think that's the fight that almost as Ortega needs to do anyway before he ever saw Ortega ain't going to take with. that. He has a guaranteed title shot right now, and he's already been told if he waits, he'll like have it. He's not going to. I don't think there is any guarantees in the UFC. Ask Colby Covington. Ooh, good point. So we were iffy about whether that till... Um, T-Wood fight was on the books officially. It has been registered. It is Till versus T-Wood. Colby Covington interim belt. Don't mean shit, homie. Ask Tony Ferguson about that real quick. Yeah, yeah, so, for real. So, you make a very solid point there. Yeah, I don't uh, think there definitely is guarantees. I think Jose Aldo Ortega is almost the next fight to make. I love it. And it's a good, it's a better proving ground. I don't think you want to feed Ortega. If I'm the UFC, I have dollar signs all over Brian Ortega. You know Jose Aldo's guaranteed dollar signs. I think you have to make Brian Ortega do what every fighter has to do, and we call it fight in Brazil. I think you have him fight Jose Aldo and Jose Aldo in Brazil, main event, boom, and then winner of that obviously gets Max again if Max is ready to go down to 145. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Because I would get, rather Max heal more, too. As much I as agree. I love him, I would rather him take a little extra time. He looked weird to me in there, whether it was concussions, pressure, whatever was going on. I want a very long career out of Max Holloway because I do think he could be a, the potential GOAT. I think that is your potential GOAT, but he needs the long career to prove it. So, anyway. On to the main event. Ugh. We go Ugh. Dustin Poirier, Eddie Alvarez, number two. If you ever thought that that knee was iffy and it wasn't intentional on that first fight, uh, Eddie Alvarez tried everything in the book to get Dustin Poirier out of there this time. I saw fence crabs. I saw 12 to 6 elbows. I saw Mark Goddard getting the fuck in there and getting I some shit off. I already have up. to disagree. <laughs> fence crab, yeah. That Sometimes that happens. 12 to 6 elbow? 12 to 6 elbow, not elbows. There's elbow? One. It's still a legal shot. I thought it was 12 to 6 elbow you weren't allowed to do to the head. No. Anywhere. It's an illegal shot. Oh. It's an, exactly. I didn't make the rules. But you can't because you're gonna fucking chop. You're gonna chop someone in half with that somehow. Because they saw coconuts being broken. Karate Joe Rogan tells the same story over and over again. But I thought it was, it like was 12 a fun. To six of the head or twelve to six of the back of the head. I thought you anything could, back. I thought head you for could sure. elbow. Like what about if I was doing to six, this on your belly or your butt or cheeks? Your, yeah. I feel like guys have been told can't twelve to six. Her and this got is the other thing it. too. He didn't do it. That it was a pair. Like, it could have been a warning. It shouldn't have been a stand-up. It was weird. Mark motherfucker got her. Yeah. For sure was in there. And he didn't see the fence grab. And the only reason that the fence... But there was multiple fence grabs. There was one really blatant one, but there was other ones where you saw Goddard getting in there and being like, let go. Right when that guillotine uh, was getting put on by Poirier up on the cage, Alvarez... Yeah, I think it definitely is school of the wrestlers, too. I think the wrestlers, like the D.C. school of, like... You're trying to win. The hand in the ear. Oh, yeah. Or the fish hook Brian Caraway threw yeah. in there. Or the checking the oil. Yeah. That's I, all dirty wrestlers. You're trying shit. to win. You're trying to win. <laughs> hey, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And it's a day in court D.C. with a towel grab. If you get away with it, you get away with it. Yeah. The paycheck is set at the end of the motherfucking day. A warning is a warning. Well, that's exactly what Dustin said in the post-fight. Good call. It's, it is what it is. I still got my check at the end of the day. Still get to go home to my family at the end of the day. Um, When I hear Dustin Poirier talk, he sounds like a kid trying to talk in his big, deep guy voice. Like, he still sounds like he's trying to drop his voice down an octave when he talks. Like, it sounds like something not relaxed about the way he talks. And I'm like, dude, just chillax here. Anytime I see him, it's every time. It's not before if I had have, it's every single time I ever watch him. I'm just like, Dustin, relax. I don't think that's his real voice. Interesting. I don't know. I've never really him. thought about it. Yeah. How did you like the fight? It was a war of the ages while it lasted. Both of these guys I were going it. back and forth. Leg kicks didn't play a role too much for Eddie, even though and Justin Gaethje I'm glad it wasn't kicks. stopped at the 12 to 6 elbow. Agreed. Which is a normal Goddard thing. Let's just stop the whole fight and just say that Did Dustin you? won. Um, so I'm glad it wasn't stopped. It was just stood up. And then I think it was legitimately um, Eddie was hurt AF, hurt AF. I would be willing to say, though, he was equally as hurt in the first fight, and it wasn't stopped yet. Like, I still think it was stopped a little too soon. I really For liked- an Eddie Alvarez fight? 
I thought it stopped a little too It, it could have been. We see Eddie in all these spots nonstop. I'm glad where... Dustin won. I don't know what they do now. I feel like he's in a holding pattern, and I which sucks. Uh, you know what? Why don't you do uh, Dustin Poirier versus Frank, uh, Ferguson? If the Conor Khabib's going to happen, why don't you just do Dustin Ferguson? I like that fight. Are they at 55 or 45? 55. Eddie's the underground Oh, that champ. is... True, true, true. That is a really fun one. I mean, these guys are in the top three and four. They were in three and four spot only to Khabib, Tony, Eddie and does Connor. From here. I mean, not back of the line, but he's in that top ten still easy. He's still he lost to the number three or fourth guy. I mean, he doesn't move too too much further down Barbosa? the line. Anybody in the top ten? Edson. Anybody you're gonna Ed, still get Edson, quality Eddie. TV when you get uh, Eddie Alvarez in there. Always. Always, always. But I wouldn't mind if Eddie took like nine months off. Yes. Like a agreed. good amount of time. Even He's Poirier, been in some war. Two I months agree ago. Justin Gaethje. I was really thinking Eddie Alvarez because even Eddie said it. He talked to Gaethje and Gaethje said, kick that leg. Kick that leg. And there was maybe one or two leg kicks and it was actually Poirier throwing the leg kicks more so out of that fight than anybody. It was a brutal fight. I loved every second out of it. They it was a awesome. fun fight They're night. Awesome dance partners. Definitely. They, I wanted both guys to win. I wanted everyone to win. All three I, of the top well, three fights. I wanted all, everyone to win. We all won. That yeah. was a great fight night. Definitely a fun free one on Fox. We got a weekend coming up. Another breakdown on the way. Is it pay-per-view 225? No, 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 no. 226? Seven. Seven. It's TJ Dillashaw versus... Cody, Cody Garbrandt. Garbranch. And also uh, Mighty Mouse versus Cejudo. So this whole fight is called two because they've both fought each other already once. <laughs> oh, and not because those are the only fight, the only two fights you care about and everything else is the big number two. <laughs> it's not that. Those are the only two fights you care about. We'll make our own poster for it. That'll be the front of our thing when we break it down. The only two fights you there, care about. No, there's definitely else. some money to be made. <laughs> there's other good ones on there. Uh, any last Twitterverse stuff? Any good gossip going on on the um, MMAverse? We got another fun show coming up later on in the week. Connor is... We talked enough about that son of a bitch. Plea, his plea deal and everything. He got some community service. Does what the fuck uh, he wants. Yeah, and everyone that's saying they're going to fight in October, I already said it, it. That's bullshit. They're not fighting in Vegas. They'll fight in New York City, Madison Square Garden, if they fight at all. Uh, Connor will fight and if that's the case that card's in November it's the first week of November so anyone who's betting out there I would say that's when the Connor Khabib and if Khabib isn't as famous as everyone thinks Connor's going to be fighting Nate or somebody else he's not going to be fighting Khabib his people are going to do the research and anyone who's like oh it'll be the biggest fight ever shut the fuck up whatever fight Connor does next will be the biggest UFC fight ever Whatever one he decides to do next will be the biggest. I would agree with that. Easy. I think that's a great call. So the bean says, Connor, your dick's a 4.5 at best. Uh, That that photo, (laughs) you see, look at the feng shui chart that I put on there. You you can see low and to the left, bad feng shui, not good for the aura. It says at best. At best. The Irish are a proud people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so we'll be here again on Wednesday. And thanks for listening. Let's watch the beat. Thanks for listening to Let Be. 
For all things Lesbo and the Bean, head over to lesboandthebean.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.